0: Let's talk voiceover resumes. You're a voice actor. You're an entrepreneur. You're a VOpreneur. Welcome to the Everyday VOpreneur Podcast, your guide through the business of voiceover. Having your voiceover demos easily playable and downloadable on your website is essential. The Voice Sam Player lets you do that across any device and browser. There are also options for adding play buttons in your email signature, tracking your listens, and even putting videos in your demo player. Sign up now at voiceam.com slash markscott and receive an instant $25 credit. For full details and to claim this offer, visit voiceam.com slash markscott. The Vopreneur Podcast. Hey, it doesn't suck. Not as funny as Conan. Not as cute as Seth Meyers. Not as smart as Colbert. But he's one of us, and that counts for something. Here's Mark Scott, the original everyday Vopreneur. Hello and welcome to the Everyday VOPreneur podcast, your guide through the business of voiceover. I'm Mark Scott, the original Everyday VOPreneur. and you know what's about to go down. More actionable, practical advice that you can use to grow your voiceover business. That is what I am all about on this podcast. One quick thing before we get into this week's episode. Is there a topic that you would like me to discuss on the podcast? Is there somebody that you think would make a great interview guest? For the podcast, I would love to hear from you. Hey, this is for you. So I want to talk about the things you want to talk about. I want to talk to the people that you want to talk to. So feel free to send me an email to Mark at or reach out to me through social media. I'm always open to your suggestions. So this week, I want to touch on a topic that I get asked about a lot. And it's actually something that's been coming up more and more lately. And that is the subject of voiceover resumes. Now, I will tell you that I for one have never really understood the purpose of resumes in the voiceover industry. This is not a regular corporate job where you list out your college experience and and whatever certifications you have and, you know, your previous work history and all of that sort of stuff. I've just never really felt like this was an industry where it makes sense to have a resume. And sometimes I think that there are companies that are out there asking for a resume just because that's what HR says, or they're, they're so caught up in traditional hiring practices that they never even bothered to think about, is this actually relevant for the position that we're trying to fill? But, whatever. People still ask for resumes every once in a while. And that leaves voice actors trying to figure out, how the heck do I put together a voiceover resume if a regular traditional resume doesn't make a lot of sense? So, going back a number of years now, I found myself in a position where I had been asked a couple of times for a voiceover resume, and I wasn't really sure what to do. I just knew that a regular resume didn't make any sense. And so, I started playing around with it a little bit, and I did come up with a one-sheet resume that I created, and that one-sheet resume is now something that I send out when I am asked for it. Let me just point out, though, that in the last 10 years, I've literally sent this thing out like five times. So... Not something that I get asked for a ton, but at least I do have something if a client asks for it. So for mine, I decided a one page resume was going to be great. I decided to focus a little bit more on the design rather than just a a typical resume that you would make in Microsoft Office or whatever. I went to graphicriver.net, write that site down, graphicriver.net. That site is going to become your friend for all sorts of reasons in your voiceover business as you create marketing materials and different things that involve graphic design. But I was able to find a template for a one page resume at graphicriver.net that I really liked. Now, I will say that in order to use this particular template, I did have to have Adobe Illustrator which was something I had never used before, by the way, but I was able to figure it out. And fortunately, I did have access to Adobe Illustrator through my Adobe Creative Cloud license that I have for using Adobe Audition and some of their other software as well. So I downloaded this template from graphicriver.net, opened it up in Adobe Illustrator, and started working away at it. So what I'm going to do in this episode is I'm going to outline a couple of the different features that I decided to incorporate into my resume And then I'm also going to link to that resume in the show notes. So if you want to download it and take a look at it, you'll be able to do that as well. So there are four main boxes in the body of the resume. The first one is what I like to call the elevator pitch. This is just my value proposition. Here's who I am, what I do, and what I can do for you is basically how I've outlined it. So Short, sweet, to the point, it's got my name, I'm a voice actor, it's got my website, and then a couple of sentences that just kind of outline my value proposition for whoever is reading. In the second box, I've created a a client box, and what I did there was listed some of the clients that I've worked with in some of the main genres that I book in. Now, obviously, there's no way that I could put every genre of voiceover that I've worked in, and, and I don't, some of the genres of voiceover I just don't work in enough to warrant putting something there, but... I focused on commercial, e-learning, corporate, and explainer because those are the areas where I primarily do my booking. So there's a heading for commercial and then I list some of my commercial clients. Same thing for e-learning, same thing for corporate, same thing for explainers. So that's a little bit of social proof, right? That's kind of like the Amazon review. Like if you go on to... Amazon and you want to find out whether or not a product is legitimate. What do you do? You read the Amazon reviews. Well, by looking at my client list and seeing some of the names that I've worked with, that would tell somebody reading my resume whether or not I'm actually legitimate, whether or not I'm actually qualified to do the things that I say that I can do. The next box that I added was uh, a skill box. And there I just outlined some of the different things that I've done that are relevant, that I thought anyway, were relevant to building my skill or confirming my skill. So I talk about some of the people that I've trained with. I've talked about uh, a couple of the awards that I've been nominated for. Uh, I mentioned conferences that I've had the opportunity to speak at. So again, it's giving buyers social proof that this guy's legit, that this guy is who he says he is and can do what he says he can do. And then the final box that I include in my one-sheet resume is a list of my studio specs because nowadays that's one of the things that everybody is asking for. So I list my microphones, my interface, my studio monitors, uh, some details about my computer, uh, the fact that I'm using Adobe Audition. I do have a Wovo approved studio. uh, And and honestly, I don't know that that means a whole lot to buyers who aren't familiar with Wovo World Voices, but having that little badge there obviously looks legitimate. And I've got the little badge that says that I have a Source Connect studio as well. So Just a couple of things that outline again, this guy's professional, this guy's the real deal. And then on the left side of that one-sheet resume is just all of my contact information. I give them my name, my phone number, my address, uh, list a couple of my social media profiles. So really, this is simple. It's not a complicated thing. This is something that I have been able to send to agents in the past. I've never had any pushback. Uh, In a couple of instances where I've had clients that have asked me for a resume, this is something that I was able to send and I've never had any pushback. So it would be very similar, I think, to what an actor's resume would look like. Uh, definitely something that is far different from the traditional you know, corporate resume. But it is something that works, and it is something that I think that you could build relatively easy. Again, using something like a template from graphicriver.net, or if you were to just try to build something yourself, using uh, some of the templates that are built into something like Pages, if you're a Mac user, or Word if you're a Microsoft user or a Windows PC user. Uh, so something that you can put together relatively easily. So again, the boxes are, the the top box is just a quick introduction to me and kind of what my value proposition is, what I can do for the client. Uh, the second box is a list of the clients that I have worked with in the past for some of the different genres of voiceover that I focus on. In the skill box, I outline the skills for some of the different genres that I have, who I've trained with. Just things that prove that, yeah, I can back up what I say I can do. Box number four has an outline of my studio equipment. Make sure, by the way, if you're doing the studio thing, make sure that you do can uh, include, if you do Source Connect, IPDTL, Zoom, whatever, available for directed sessions, whatever it is. Uh, don't just list your equipment. Make sure you include that as well, because I think that's something that is definitely important to people nowadays. And then again, all of your various and assorted contact information. Now, as far as what I do with this resume, I have posted it on my social media profiles in the past. Uh, If you go to my LinkedIn profile and if you go to uh, when you're scrolling down in the LinkedIn profile to the uh, to your experience section, uh, I've added it to my experience section under Mark Scott voiceover. So if anybody was looking at my LinkedIn profile, they could download it from there. I do have it available on my website, so if somebody wants to download it, they can download it from my website, or I can give them a link, and they can very easily download it from my website. And then it's something that I just keep on file just in case somebody asks for it. One of the things that I would encourage you to do as well, if you keep a uh, Google Drive or a Dropbox or some form of online cloud-based storage, make sure that you are keeping your resume in that online cloud-based storage, along with copies of all your demos, by the way. But that way, if somebody asks you for it while you're out, maybe you don't have access to your home computer at that moment, you could still very easily send it to someone using the cloud-based link that you can get, and you could forward that to them from your personal device or whatever. So uh, not a highly advanced episode of the podcast, but it's something that I get asked about a lot, and so hopefully it will help you. Again, if you check out the show notes, uh, you will find a link to my resume, so you can download it, take a look at it. Uh, get some ideas for what you might include in yours. And if there's other things that you are doing in your voiceover resume, I would love to hear about that as well. So why don't you tag me in your Instagram stories, maybe post a picture of your VO resume if you have one and tag me in your Instagram stories. I'm at Mark Scott on Instagram. Uh, I'd love to see some of the different things that people are doing, but hopefully this gives you a little bit of an idea of what to do for your very own voiceover resume so that the next time you get asked for it, you've at least got something that you are able to provide. Thanks so much for listening, and I'll catch you on the next one. The Everyday Veopreneur Podcast. Available everywhere fine podcasts are given away for free. Mostly, we think. And see, And that's a wrap. Thanks for hanging in. Thanks for hanging out. Want more Veopreneur goodness? Jump online at Veopreneur.com.